Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. Before we dive into this episode, we wanted to let you know about a special opportunity for you to participate in the ministry of SMF. You can check out the show notes for this episode to learn more about how you can help people around the world experience the life-changing power of God's Word. Welcome to the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. If you've ever felt like memorizing God's Word is an uphill battle, stay tuned. This podcast will help you make Bible memory a consistent and enjoyable part of your daily life. After all, knowing Scripture is the first step towards a fruitful, God-honoring life. So whether you're a new memorizer who needs some practical Bible memory tips, or a veteran memorizer who just needs some encouragement for their journey, stay tuned for today's episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. I'm Randy Williamson. And I'm Hannah Conner. Today, we're going to be thinking about pastors. Uh, We think about how the Lord Jesus has saved, empowered, and called certain men to shepherd his flock. It is a high calling to a humble service. Today, we're going to be interviewing a pastor named Andrew Hemingway, and we're going to hear from him about how scripture memory impacts him personally in ministry, but then also how he's leading his church congregationally to memorize God's word. But before we do that, let's have our passage of the day. Hannah, you want to share with us? Yes, today our passage comes from 1 Peter 5, 2, and that verse says, Shepherd the flock of God that is among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly, as God would have you, not for shameful game, but eagerly. In this section of the letter, Peter addresses the elders of various churches, and before he addresses them, he even self-identifies as an elder himself. And we know that the office is a high calling um, to humble service. And as W.A. Criswell said, do not stoop to be a king when God has called you to be a pastor. And the passage, specifically verses one through four, focus primarily on the character of the man rather than a description of what he does. However, he does mention a few pivotal duties, and one of those is to shepherd the flock of God. And shepherds feed the flock by leading them to green pastures. And a shepherd is also similar to a pastor in that he feeds the flock on the word of God. And scripture memory is an important aspect of nourishing um, the congregation and nourishing believers to grow in the grace of Jesus Christ. Thanks for sharing that, Hannah. I think about W.A. Criswell and what an important pastor he was uh, he wrote a book, I believe, back in the 70s or 80s, uh, Why I Preach That the Bible is Literally True. During a time of compromise, he stood firm upon the Word of God. Very mm-hmm. humble man. Thanks for sharing that. Andrew, I mentioned uh, just kind of in our before we hit record in our preliminary conversation, you're kind of a unicorn. Uh, there are pastors who are memorizing the Word, many of them. There are pastors also who are leading their churches corporately and memorizing scripture, but you don't hear a lot about it. At least we don't hear an awful lot about it. So you are definitely unique, and we're excited that you're here today. Uh, Before we hear about what your church is doing, though, we kind of want to hear about your background, who you are, something of your story. 
Sure. Uh, well, thank you so much, Randy uh, and Hannah, for having me on today and excited to talk about this topic of scripture memory. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm happy to share a little bit of my story. Actually, uh, Hannah's quote rings uh, true for me. Um, my background was pretty heavily involved in um, the political uh, arena before I was uh, a pastor and uh, even ran for governor here in my home state uh, and uh, actually had some folks in my church uh, speak to me about this very thing, saying, uh, you know, are you really sure you want to do that? And uh, but the Lord, um, the Lord sovereignly uh, appointed a, a path for me through that. And and yeah, I've been um, I've been an associate and pastor um, at Hill Village Bible Church here in New Hampshire um, for now going on, I think, seven years and um, have have been um, a part of the congregation now that I pastor um, for about 18 or 19 years. Wow. wow. So you did you grow up in this church? I didn't. Uh, did. I grew up in, a, in another church. Uh, went to college, and then when I when we came back to the area, um, we went to this church. So that was starting two thousand one four or five, something like that. Wow, gotcha. Yeah. Well, it is uh, a wonderful thing to interview and and meet pastors everywhere, but especially in New England. It has a rich spiritual heritage, but unfortunately now it's a very dark area. Amen. Spiritually, yes. Uh, could you talk to us just about uh, how you embraced Bible memory personally when that came up in your life as a spiritual discipline? Yeah, you know, um, a few years ago, I, I, it was, I, I can't give you an exact number, but a few years ago, uh, the Lord really began to work in my heart about the need um, to be memorizing Scripture. And it was, it was as you said, a, a personal conviction that, that the Lord was developing in, in my heart. And uh, interestingly, uh, one night, I remember distinctly, uh, I was searching for resources online that could help me um, be, uh, you know, grow in, in Bible memory and uh, actually found um, Scripture Memory uh, Fellowship website and uh, emailed. Dakota replied to me uh, and we began a dialogue uh, that, that began then and uh, my family uh, began supporting um, the the work and purchased some materials. And, and actually, my scripture memory journey is very closely tied to uh, the the team at, at Scripture Memory Fellowship um, very uh, very closely. So, um, you know, the resources that have been that have been created uh, have been a great help to me uh, in in just personally, you know, thinking about. Um, you know, passages. Um, I, I have um, been really focused personally on topics more than I have um, books and have found that to be um, very beneficial to me. And then, of course, you know, including my family and kids and, you know, how we, um, you know, memorize and use those, use those passages throughout the, the weeks or months is something that, you know, is a part of our uh, daily practice. That's encouraging to hear. And we know that scripture memorization starts on an individual level. Um, mm. It was one person's passion for scripture. And then that goes to the family. And then from there, it can go beyond that to ministry or to a church. Um, and it sounds like the Lord has 
opened up your eyes to uh, the treasure of his word, and you've been able to memorize that and now share it with others around you. Um, how have you seen Bible memory change your life, uh, even personally, or maybe in your family, uh, for the better? Yeah, I, it's what it does is it brings, it's allowed us, uh, both both personally and and within the family, it's made scripture uh, applicable, like like readily applicable. So you know, we may work on a verse together and. Then as we're driving down the road, we have a conversation and we can, you know, call out uh, an instance or perhaps my kids share with me, you know, their conversation with one of their friends. And I can say, you know, how does if we reflect on the passage we're, we're thinking about? How does that relate to to this conversation and, and where's the wisdom in 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 this? And so. I think for for us it it really does you know it comes back to I know you 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 guys use the word sword grip but it really puts the scripture in your hand in a way that's usable uh, and I think that 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 has been you know personally probably one of the most most impactful uh, things for us. Andrew, so you've been memorizing scripture personally. How has that really spilled over? into your pastoral ministry? Has that affected, you know, the way you evangelize, the way you you counsel people? Have you seen it change that? Yeah, it, it certainly, um, it, I would say that it, it seems like it's, it helps me more in counseling. Um, but honestly, where I found it the most is those moments when, as a pastor, uh, people come up to you, and, you know, when you're when you're unsuspecting, and are you know begin to ask questions, and you know those are, I think we always want to say, well, we've got you know, I want to be prepared for a question and answer time, you know, but but when someone comes to you and says, I'm ask, I'm asking a question, a sincere question about what I'm understanding about the Word of God, you know, I, I want to be ready. Uh, and equipped to be able to help give them an answer. And it's in those moments, I feel that the work done in scripture memory is really beneficial. Uh, And I mean, Randy and Anna, I'm like, I'm talking to you guys like I'm an expert uh, memorizer or, you know, it's it's certainly not that way. I'm by God's grace, try to do, the best that I can do. Um, and he brings to mind, you know, through the ministry of the Holy Spirit, he brings these things uh, back to our minds and it enables me to be able to use them in in those moments. That's where I have found it to be the most fruitful. Hmm. It, it seems like to me when you engage someone and they have questions um, and you're answering it with scripture, you know, they might they might have a rebuttal to Pastor Andrew, but if you're answering with the Word of God and not your opinion, it seems like it it settles things a lot of times, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, I, I just um, I just had a, a situation where um, gentleman is is um, you know coming coming to faith, um, and we sat for probably an hour and forty minutes, and he just had question after question after question, you know, from from the very foundational questions of like, you know, is God created and who created God? And 
you know, of course we, you know, understand those things, but we went, we went, we covered a whole host of topics and what, what was effective in that moment is faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And it's not my knowledge. It's not my keen answer. It's not my insight. It's the word of God that's necessary in, in those moments. And if I'm not equipped to be able to, you know, bring out scripture to answer these things, I, you know, I, I notice that, that those times when I have to give an answer that I don't, I say, there's a verse that says something like this. Um, it always, it almost always genders another question. Whereas when you, when scripture answers it succinctly, uh, the response, at least in this conversation, was, "Huh, okay. What about this question?" <laughs> um, it was a fruitful discussion because because scripture was the basis of it. I've often used scripture in evangelism as well, and it's always interesting to see someone who maybe had questions before find all their answers in God's word, and it's encouragement to us, like even as Christians, like even after salvation, just to find everything that we need uh, for life and for godliness in Mm -hmm. scripture. And that's always readily available to us, like you were saying. And we can use that in our thoughts and our conversations and our interactions with people. And it sounds like you've had a lot of opportunities to do that. Sure. Yeah. It's, um, we have four kids and so we take opportunities to do that as much as, you know, as much as I can there. And then of course, um, you know, at church, it's, I think when th- there is something about um, the Holy Spirit ministering through his word to hearts that that makes hearts hungry for the word. And um, that's a very real work of the Holy Spirit that, that he's engendering a hunger and a desire and a thirst for the word. And so as, as, the church grows and as the congregation grows, um, you know, I, I think a lot of pastors and, and myself especially feel the need to continue to be disciplined and diligent in our own study so that we can continue to, to be used of the Lord. Uh, and so memory is at the, you know, is, is a really foundational part of that, that study. Well, Andrew, I think we would like to pivot now and just talk about congregational Bible memory. You know, Bible memory, it in times past, generations ago, it was a very common spiritual discipline. I mean, with prayer, reading of the word, sitting under the preaching of God's word, fasting, you know, Bible memory was right mm-hmm. there. And now uh, you don't see that as much. It's growing and praise the Lord for that, but you don't see that as much. But then on top of that, you know, you don't see a lot of pastors leading their churches in Bible memory. So we want to commend you for doing that. But we mm-hmm. also we want to pick your brain. We want to hear uh, how this came to be, what you're doing. Yeah, I, um, I mean, I, I appreciate that. It is it is purely of the Lord and his mercy that, you know, we've we've been able to do um, what we've been able to do at church. Let me just explain to you a little bit of, uh, I guess, or the audience. I mean, Randy, you and I have been talking about this extensively. So, but um, yeah, you know, I I just sort of ha- had the idea that perhaps there was um, an opportunity to use one of our services uh, to to do something that was um, 
more constructive or, or practical. Uh, you know, we we have a, a a service on Sunday afternoon, and um, it just it just seemed like the, the Lord was sort of leading us to do something. Several members of our congregation at various points had said in conversation, "I'd love to memorize more. I just don't ever, I just don't ever get around to it, and I just uh, can't can't get there." And um, I believe I I I think I, I kind of had this seedling of an idea, and I set up a call with with you and Dakota and said, I have this idea, but I don't know how to do it. Um, are there other churches that are doing anything like this? And we talked through and you guys gave me some great uh, counsel. I mean, really the the plan um, kind of took, took shape uh, on our first call. And then we did another call where we came up with some more ideas. You guys had sent us uh, materials. And so the way that it worked for us was simply we, you know, our, our deacons have um, groups that are that have already split up the congregation. And so we uh, simply split up the congregation into five groups with a representative of the five uh, five deacons. And we chose a book that had five chapters. And uh, so we used the book of James and we called it the James Project. And uh, I, I presented, you know, this concept uh, to the church. I said, so we're going to we're going to try to memorize, you know, a couple of verses a week. Um, it's going to take us a couple of months, and um, each group will memorize one chapter, and then at the at the end, the conclusion, we'll have a Sunday morning where uh, the entire church, you know, will will quote each one. will take the chapter, but we'll quote the book of James uh, in our Sunday morning service. And um, so, yeah, so that was sort of the the, the idea and the vision, uh, and. Um, we we kicked off, uh, you know, trying to trying to do that. That's wonderful. What have you seen? Uh, how has it affected your church in terms of spiritual growth or what have you? Yeah, you know, it was really um, when I first presented it, there was a percentage of the congregation. I, I want to say twenty percent who basically said, "There's no way we can do it," and I just there's just we can't. We're not going to do it. Um, then there was a group, a percentage, maybe again, 20%, who would say, I just don't think it's possible for me to do it. I'll come and I'll try. Specifically, there were a couple of ladies. You know, they were they're older, older ladies. Both of them are widows, um, advanced in years. Uh, and they're they were sitting together on Sunday morning, and I said, You're you know, we're gonna memorize the old chapters. We are too old. We are. It's not possible. It's not going to happen. We are definitely not going to do this. I've never. I've never even memorized five verses. How could we possibly ever? You know this sort of thing. And uh, man, I'll tell you, week after week, they just they applied themselves, and the Lord blessed. And at the end of it, one of the best testimonies we had was, "I'm 81 years old, and I memorized a chapter of the Bible." And I have that in my heart and mind, you know, for, for the rest of my life. And it's, I mean, that was such a blessing. So we had kids from five years old, you know, we did this, the whole church participated. We had kids from five years old, um, you know, folks into their eighties memorizing the, the beautiful thing was, and Randy, this was the, the blessing was the unity that was generated around a project. You know, I I I, I could only sort of uh, uh, relate this to like when 
the men get together and do a, a church work day or something like that. And you go, man, that was good. You know, we were working together. And, but this was a spiritual project that had, you know, real spiritual benefit and the unity that was created in a shared vision and working together on a project. Folks ended up getting together with each other during the week to review verses and to try to help, you know, those that were struggling and those that were, you know, coming along. It just it was a, um, really was a was a, a, every week I was just like, wow, this is amazing, and it was totally out of my hands. It was it was a total work of the Lord that was was generated, you know, each each week, and um, the timing worked out that we have a special Sunday in May. And um, yeah, the 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 whole church got together and and we recited the verses and um, it was a just a great it was a great blessing and and went really really well everybody did great and the 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 takeaway from that was we want to memorize more scripture amen what can we do what can we memorize next how can we do this again so it was great it's a real really wonderful blessing. That's really encouraging uh, to hear that there is a pastor who's um, getting his church involved in scripture memory and that you had that response and that mm-hmm. you have that desire to continue memorization as that is the goal. Um, so what advice would you give to maybe a pastor who wants to see his church memorizing or who wants to get his uh, congregation started in that? Yeah, yeah I think that... It- I mean, the, the, the advice is it's the word of God and, and the Holy Spirit is absolutely promised to, to use the word in the hearts and minds of your people. And so I would say be bold, be, you know, do not shy away from, from, you know, from the, because of the naysayers and those who say they can't do it. And, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't pursue people who said, Hey, look, I can't do it. I just said, that's fine. You know, that's no problem. But I will tell you when the whole, you know, the whole church or large portion of the church stood up and recited verses, and then we did testimonies. And some of these folks were saying, I didn't think I could do it. And the Lord blessed, there was some conviction that that was passed on and, this is what I think it means to exhort one another to good works. And, and by our lives, we are challenging those around us, sharpening iron. And this is, I mean, you know, we we think about all sorts of different outreach programs and different efforts to do all sorts of different things for all the groups. And honestly, memorizing scripture is, is the most rewarding work that, you know, uh, I think a church body can do together collectively uh it is the foundation for every other ministry and for every other work uh, it it feeds our souls in a way that nothing else can and so yeah i would just encourage encourage them to step out in faith knowing that it's you, you we have god's blessing already uh and it just needs us to to move forward as pastors I'm looking at the clock, and that's about all the time that we have for this episode. Thank you so much, Andrew, for joining us. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in. And just make a special special plea. If you would like to memorize Scripture as a church, maybe you're a pastor or 
uh, just a lay person or a lay leader and uh, Andrew's testimony has convicted you, we would love to help you. Just give us a call. We'll brainstorm with you. We've got resources that will help. But most importantly, we'll pray for you. Uh, You can call us at 888-569-2560, or you can email us at contact at scripturememory.com. As always, God bless you and keep memorizing. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. At SMF, our mission is to help you know, live, and love God's Word. If you're ready to take the next step in your Scripture Memory journey, visit us online at scripturememory.com or download Verse Locker, our free Bible memory app. As always, be blessed today as you take time to enjoy God's Word. And be sure to join us next time for another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast.